Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast, episode number 21. Today's guest is Morgan Gillis, and she's a habit coach, and she focuses on, you know, having your right morning routine and how important that is. We also talked a lot about, you know, the fear of judgment, how we, how scared we are of putting ourselves out there. But of course, we talked about launches. So we talk about her first launch and her second launch, and how she changed just one piece, pretty much, from the first one to the second one. Then we talk a little bit about, you know, how she's going to go into that third launch. So make sure you're listening to the whole episode. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is Ken Mascar on the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. And today I have a morning bird with me because what time is it over there, Morgan? Uh, it is 6 a.m. right now. 6 a.m. I mean, she contacted me last night or last night for me, but for her evening. And she asked if she could be on a podcast. And I said, yeah, sure. I've actually been thinking about it. And can we do it tomorrow? And it's like, okay, I got a spot open at 6 a.m. for you. She's like, yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. 6 a.m. Here we That's are. awesome. <laughs> the irony of that is I literally just switched time zones to go home for Christmas. So 6 a.m. here is actually 2 a.m. in the other time zone. So it's, a, it's an abrupt. That's dedication, though. <laughs> yeah. I love that action. I love that. And you got such great energy in the morning as well. So um, I don't think that's going to be a problem for you. Yeah. But um, let's just talk quickly about, you know, who is, you, oh, well, who are you and, you know, who do you serve and what's your business? Yep. So I am the Habits Coach. That's how you can find me on Instagram. And really, the main thing that I do is I help entrepreneurs master their mornings. So help them wake up with basically energy and purpose and excitement and motivation versus, you know, sitting in bed, scrolling on their phone, procrastinating, not really being that motivated to start the day. Mm. But yeah. do you think, okay, I'm going to question that a little bit because yeah. I've seen, you know, there's a lot of opinions on how you start your morning. And, you know, some people, like you said, like to start morning by scrolling phone and some people like to get up and do all their morning routines. But do you think there's anything wrong with starting by looking at your phone and then getting into the morning routine or is that, you know, are you open for that? Well, I think it's just not as intentional, right? Like you're, you're going to open your phone and now you're scrolling all the stuff and this stuff is just coming at you versus you are intentionally going about the morning and saying, no, this is what I want to focus on. This is one where I want to set my priorities. And I feel like you end up more reactive than you do proactive about your day. Hmm. Good point. So how would you suggest that people, you know, oh, I know a lot of people use the phones as an alarm. So it's very easy to kind of grab that phone and just start scrolling. So what do you yeah. suggest people do with that? I mean, you can put it on airplane mode, right? When you go yeah. to sleep and then you're not, then you're not. Cause, cause sometimes if you, 
if you pick up that phone and you know, then you see there's a message from Jim and, and Sue and whatever, and then you get dragged into the inbox and then you respond <laughs> to the and then you're reactive and then the world's on fire, you know. I think that can be solved pretty easily by just putting it on airplane mode, right? Um, mm. As long as you remember to take it off because I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So getting yeah. way into the day and just, oh, crap, I haven't put off the <laughs> airplane yeah. mode. Okay. Yeah. So what is it that you suggest people you know, how do they start in the morning? How should they start in the morning? What's the best advice that you can give them? I would say one of the, one of the biggest things is getting your mind right, you know, because mm-hmm. your mind is the basis for everything, right? Like how you think influences how you feel, that influences how you act, and that influences the results you get, right? So one of the main things is really working on your mindset. So taking a little bit of time in the morning to do a little bit of breathing, right? And just get yourself centered. Like I did that this morning. One big one is gratitude whether that be, you know, writing down five things you're grateful for, or maybe every morning you send somebody like a a quick thank you note, right? And you just kind of like get into that heart space of enjoying what it is that you're doing. And I know I'm I'm pretty sure on this podcast, we're talking to a lot of entrepreneurs, right? Um, You're striving, you're trying to build a business. And it's important that you learn to strive happy, right? So yeah, you've got these goals that you're shooting for, but also like, you have to enjoy the process and you have to enjoy where you are. So gratitude is a really great way to tap into that. And then the other two things I would say is really just, you know, setting your focus. And so I have people like, you know, in the challenge that I run, like I have them set a really clear goal and review that every single morning. Maybe they're doing some sort of visualization, meditation or something like that. And then do a couple things to energize you, like energize your, your, your body and your mind, right? Like drink some water, move a little bit, eat some good food and start your day off on the right foot. Right. I was thinking you say, you know, do a little breathing. Does that also involve kind of, I know when I try to sit down and just kind of breathe and get centered, like I said, my mind starts raising and mm-hmm. it can't, I can't shut it off properly. Is that a bad thing you think, or is that okay? I noticed you say properly. I can't shut it off properly. And you know what? I, I, I don't think there is any properly because I, I like, right. I think I'm very mu- probably very much like you in the sense where I'm the person who gets into meditation. I'm like, am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah. This is happening. I'm like overthinking it. And like, realistically, there is no such thing as properly. Like there's yeah. no, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I'm learning that lesson over and over and over in my business. But it's the same with meditation, right? Like, like lighten up a little bit, you know, like it doesn't need to be perfect. <laughs> you're, you're gonna, your thoughts are going to go all over the place. And yeah. when you make peace with that, you actually get into like a, a deeper meditative state anyway, which is kind of ironic, but yeah. 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 Cause I heard a lot of people say it just takes, you know, 30 seconds and that is enough to actually get you started, you know, with a yeah. medit- uh, you don't have to like sit there for five minutes to meditate. Yeah. Just talking about, you know, getting that 30 seconds in and you're good to go for, you know, a couple of hours of it anyway. Yeah. So you talked about the uh, challenge that you do. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? What is what is that? What is it? So basically, you're, there's a lot of people who talk about morning routines, right? Like Tim Ferriss will say, mm-hmm. if you win the morning, you win the day. And that's that's something that's really stuck with me. And that's probably the, that was probably the biggest driving factor for me, like creating the challenge. But it's it's basically, it's a 21-day program that slowly layers on six habits so that people can have a really productive morning, right? And and through the challenge, you get kind of daily videos that explain each of the habits and why they're in there. 
and I also add some, almost some like external videos and other other things that are going to motivate you to keep you going along the journey and to keep driving home the why behind all the things so that over the course of 21 days, you slowly layer on these habits and kind of habit stack, I say. Yeah. And at the end of it, you've got a really great morning routine, but it's not something that you had to do all at once. And, you know, you're just, you're, you have like that all or nothing mentality yeah. and you start this crazy hour long morning routine. And then a week later, you have no morning routine because you couldn't exactly. keep that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's trying to take people through that process and, and do it a little more slowly and really hammer home the why mm-hmm. so they know like the reason behind why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine that this um, challenge is quite popular now that we're getting into January because, you know, all of the New Year's resolutions, now I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And do you yes. see that happening? Or do you launch in January type, typically? Yeah, like I did... The first launch that I did was in January of last year, and then I did another one this past October, and and now another one this this coming January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's there's a lot more people are just almost automatically more like, yeah, I really want to do this in January, right? Because they've got mm-hmm. that whole, I mean, twenty twenty is coming out and all that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people are really excited about you know getting a fresh start for the new year, but. In reality, you don't really have to wait until the new year. You can really start tomorrow or today, basically. It just You don't have to wait for the new year, right? No, not at all. And you probably shouldn't, but it's just where our headspace is at, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you one thing because you didn't start out with this uh, challenge. You started, where did you start or where did you get experience from? Of doing this challenge, you mean? Or? yeah. You know, or just being working with the morning routine, the habits and all that stuff. How do you get into that? Well, I'll, I'll say this. So I used to be into nutrition coaching. Um, okay. for a, since probably 2014, I was like a CrossFit coach and a nutrition coach. Uh, then I got into health coaching. So I did that. I, accident, I accidentally got into the morning routine stuff because I was, it was actually supposed to be like a, almost like an introductory piece where people could go through my challenge, get to know, like, and trust me a little bit more and Mm -hmm. then end up in my nutrition coaching stuff. Right. That's how I first actually ended up going the challenge route and doing launches, if you will. But it really stuck and people really liked it. And I was like, wow, I actually like doing this more. So that's kind of where I transitioned. But for me, there was a point in my entrepreneurial journey where I was doing my health coaching and my nutrition coaching and all that kind of stuff. But it was kind of a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where I was serving part-time, you know, to, to really pay bills and then trying to grow this business on the side. And I had moved around a little bit and there was a point where I just kind of woke up and I'd realized that I'd gotten super distracted and I had let my momentum in my health coaching and my nutrition coaching stuff go down to almost zero. Okay. And yeah, like things were just a mess for me in my own life. And I was like, why am I not motivated? Why can I not get out of bed in the morning? Why do I not? Why don't I have the discipline to put in the work? Like, why are my health habits terrible? I'm lacking energy. I'm procrastinating. Like all these things were going on for me. And I just realized, hey, I'm basically just a collection of shitty habits, right? And although that sucks, and although it's hard to change habits, if I can just, if I can just push through that initial hard phase to change what my habits are now, I can change my trajectory to a way more positive one, but I'll be on autopilot. 
So it was a way of kind of me taking control of my habits, me taking control of my day. And then it ended up being something that I was using as a way to get people into my nutrition coaching. And then that whole thing just spiraled into now I'm not even doing nutrition coaching anymore and I'm only doing these challenges. Yeah. Wow. So I guess the um, 21 day challenge, is that like a course or is that a membership that's an ongoing thing or? No, it's, it? not a, it's not an ongoing thing. It's just a one time, you know, you take the challenge, you go through the 21 days, you learn the stuff, you create the habit and then you go and you run with it yourself. Okay. And do you have people coming back to you after that challenge and asking for more guidance of some sort? I, I have had people take the first challenge and then come back and actually take it again. Okay. Oh, yeah. So maybe yeah. you should, is it an idea to launch this more often? Then? Probably. Maybe. I actually had a lot of requests for like, like a, almost like a, a PM routine. So maybe I go that direction. Okay. Cool. Maybe I kind of sync them up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the launches because that's what this podcast is all about. Let's start at the beginning, the first launch. Just quickly, how did that go? How did that go? It honestly went really well for what it was. I had, I started with no audience, right? I think I've heard you talk about this on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I started with no audience, really not a lot of a clue what I was doing, but I did have a friend who had done some launches before for some, I guess like some bigger companies and stuff like that. So he was kind of my, my North star, my little bit of a guiding light in terms of how I structured everything. But yeah, I really just, I made a copy of my, my Facebook friend page is what I did. Okay. Um, turned it into a Facebook fan page. So I had about 1500 totally random people on there. Oh, wow. um, and I just started literally like a month before I was launching, I started just putting out video content that was like somewhat relevant to what I was going to be talking about, like kind of mm-hmm. like planting some seeds, if you will. And then, yeah, then I ended up getting a little more specific, like during the actual launch, like, Hey, you can sign up. And Kind of out of nowhere, I had like 35 people sign up, which was which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome for yeah. first launch. I mean, a lot yeah. of the people I talked about, you know, the first launch is zero sales, and uh, yeah. that can be quite crushing. But uh, 30 or 35, you said? Yeah, like 35 people that's, signed up. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So obviously, you had a launch runway with videos, so you started a month before. Did you did you plan anything ahead of that? Did you have anything scheduled or no? Did you have a plan for the launch? Well, I did have a plan. Yeah. Like, before, I mean, before, I really only started everything about a month out. I did have a plan. So that's though. when everything started, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I built, I built the course and then a month out, like once the course was built, I was like, okay, how do I launch this? Right. I did, mm-hmm. it didn't really, the planning could have been way better, but anyways, but basically all I did was I was like, okay, well, I need to sort of indoctrinate people a little bit. And I need to start at least, because I wasn't even putting out content at that point, right? It's like, I at least need to start talking about this. I never even put out a video, which was like the scariest thing for me. Oh, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> so scary to put yourself out there. But I had gone through all the work to create the course. And then I got to the point where I said that I had to put out the first video. And I was like, well, you built this course and you put your heart and soul in it for like two months. Are you going to not post this video because you're scared? Like, so I posted the video. But the really the whole plan was there was, I think it was five or I'm not sure if it was five habits or six habits in the, in the challenge at that point. But I said, okay, why don't you just make a short three minute video on each habit in the challenge, put those out, 
you know, one every, I think two or three days I did for the pre-launch phase. Mm -hmm. And then for the launch phase, I want you to actually start talking specifically about the challenge, not just about content related to the challenge, but like about the thing that you've created. And I had, I had like a sort of a plan where I first talked about, you know, kind of what it was and why it was important. And then like why it was important to have the community and accountability aspect. And I had like four, I I guess they were like launch videos where you could go sign up, but it was really talking about the challenge. Yeah. So you had people actually signing up or something. So you got their email address. Yeah. Yeah. Well, money, money really like receipts, right? Yeah. In that phase. So yeah. Okay. And what did you have planned for the actual launch? Did you have anything planned? Like um, what kind of system did you have in order to you know, make sure that the, you get the open cart and then, you know, what did you do after that and how did you close it? And, you know, what kind of happened in between those open and close cart? So that's kind of what I mean when I say like the, like the launch, like the pre-launch was just content. Right. And then mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we're on the same page with terms, but for me, no. launch is like open cart to close cart. Right. Yeah. Um, so the first one was just kind of like, Hey, this thing is open. There was another video that was talking about some elements, another one that was talking about accountability. And then the last one was kind of like, it was actually kind of a, a video about like my story and like why I created it and how much of an impact it had on my life. And it was like, yo, this is the last chance to sign up. Like, here you go. And it just, it just led them to a sales page. Right. Right. And how was the response during that launch period from, uh, from, from my audience? It was, it was really good. Like, I mean, like, just like you say, I was, I mean, no one could have signed up. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, even, like I said, I wasn't even, not like I had this, you know, engaged audience who was like, loving my content and then I came up with this offer like no I didn't even have an audience I made the audience I started putting out random things and so honestly it went really well to have 35 people sign up and and people that loved it and people that were like hey I'm I'm like you know raising my hand for the next one is freaking awesome yeah and did yeah. you run any Facebook ads did you have a Facebook group or any of that I'm, I'm glad you asked that question <laughs> <laughs> so I I did run Facebook ads Um, And that was, that was part of my launch strategy, which partly my friend helped me with because again, I had no idea how to run Facebook ads, but he had some experience with that. And he said, so, you know, kind of back to the pre-launch stuff was the reason that I was creating those three minute videos about, you know, each different portion of the challenge. It was really so that I could retarget those people on Facebook, right? Like Mm -hmm. for anyone who'd watched however many seconds of my video, Later, when I'm actually having this card open, I'm going to retarget these guys. So I did that. I will say, though, I was in such hustle mode. I think the thing that actually closed sales for me is like I reached out to people one on one in DMs, right? right. Because you got to think like I didn't nurture the, that audience for, you know, however many weeks or months or whatever. So I feel like I was able to build a relationship quicker because it was such a short time space and I didn't have a nurtured audience, like just in DMs with people mm. and actually gone into them one-on-one. So some of the people I'm sure that I like, that I retargeted, they ended up in the challenge, but I truthfully think they ended up in the challenge because I reached out to them like yeah. on Facebook messenger. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, it's personal space that, you know, that inbox right there. And, you know, once people reach out, things kind of change. Yeah. They yeah. Do. I mean, that's kind of how we also got started, you know, just getting into that DM and started talking and 
that's kind of how the relationship kind of builds. And um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it feels. I think it's a good way to get a relationship started. To be honest. Yeah. I think people shouldn't be so afraid to actually reach out to people in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. It might be scary. I mean, you're always afraid of being judged, and you know, you think maybe people are gonna react in a in you know in a special kind of way with you know maybe they don't like to be reached out like that. But I mean, what's the harm? Literally, what's the harm? You know, it's this is kind of a side tangent, but yeah, you're, I'm assuming you're familiar with Tim Ferriss. Yeah. So he's got um, a video on YouTube about like fear setting. You ever seen that? No, I haven't seen that, but go ahead. Um, it's just like a, it's a really cool concept where, you know, just, just actually map out what, what the worst thing is that can happen if you do take the action and then map out what the worst thing is if you don't take the action. And like nine times out of 10, it's actually it's actually so much worse if you don't take the action, like where things will end up. If you don't reach out to that person, if you don't make that call, if you don't flip them that DM, right. Mm-hmm. We just get so caught up in the, the fear of, you know, what happens if you do, but I feel like it's actually a lot worse if you don't. Yeah. And it's not like you're going to die. That never you're happens. Die. That's 10 yeah. out of 10. Never going to die. <laughs> yeah. Never die. Yeah. yeah. yeah you lose? Like you, you think you have stuff to lose, but realistically, you don't have a lot to lose. Yeah. yeah. Still, it's, uh, I think a lot of the fear is based on the judgment part of it. I think people are scared shitless, to be honest, of being judged. Yeah. I would do agree. You, do you have any, I, have you overcome that in any kind of way? I feel like I just, I have this model that I say to myself where it's like fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin, right? Mm. So, instead of interpreting that as possibly like a fearful situation, I'm like, no, this is actually exciting. Right. And I kind of so you're kind of reframing it. Yeah. I just reframe it a little bit. Like, no, this is thrilling. This is exciting. This is why I'm an entrepreneur. Cause it's, it's fun, right? Mm-hmm. Scary, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. ever since I started the podcast, I have gotten nothing but great feedback, even though it's scared crap out of me getting started. I mean, yeah. You got to talk to people like this, like I'm talking to you right now. That's one thing. And you got to put it out there and people are going to judge it. What are people going to say, you know? But Mm -hmm. like I said, only great feedback so far. And that literally fires me up every time somebody says, you know, I've been listening to your podcast and I binged it and it was so great and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's exactly why we do this. Why do we do this? You know? Yeah. For that impact. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But okay, that was a little tangent there. But um, let's get back to the launching. So you did that first launch, which actually went pretty good, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you did that second launch in October of this year? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So how did that go in terms of the first one? That doubled the, the first one. So doubled oh, wow. the first one. It was good. One big thing that I did in that one is I, I started to get a little smarter and I said to myself, okay, it takes a lot of effort to grow an audience here. So, you know, this takes time and you want to, you know, my goal was to 10 exit, right? Right. Um, I was like, how am I going to do this? Like I, you know, and then I started thinking to myself, okay, well, you should probably find some JVs, you know, you should probably find somebody else who has an audience that's relevant that you can partner with mm-hmm. to do the second launch, right? 
And I'd been doing a lot of networking at that point and really just put myself out there and trying to meet people. And I met this one girl and um, she's like a local business and mindset coach back in Kelowna. And we just, we just hit it off and was like, okay, well let's just do a, let's work together here. Like she was a mindset coach. She's like, I'd love to bring you in as a morning routine expert for my audience. And so then I got started uh, using Russell Brunson stuff and like creating a webinar. And right. so we did a webinar together and, and, that was really awesome. You know, made sales to people that I didn't even like, I mean, looked super cold traffic. I, well, not cold traffic, but people that hadn't had no idea who I was, right. They were not yeah. in my audience. So that was really neat. So that was your webinar, but also getting in touch with her audience. Yeah. She just hosted it. Okay. She just wanted me to bring the free training to them. Um, so right. I made the webinar and we got together and it was, it was actually really awesome. But again, one of those things that scared the shit out of me, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, again, you know, getting grief feedback, I guess. And it was just awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. So for anyone who might be listening and they want to do some launches and maybe they don't have the biggest audience, I would highly recommend, you know, looking up some of Russell Brunson stuff and, crafting some sort of webinar and then you can approach people and be like, Hey, you know, people that are, I would say like complimentary, but like not competition. Right. And mm -hmm. approach them and say, Hey, I've got this free training to provide a lot of value to your audience. Like her audience loved it. And that was, you know, value for her and a cool thing that she was putting on. And of course that's access to another audience for me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'd highly recommend that. So that this is something that you did before the second launch, right? Or was that part of the launch? It was part of the launch. Okay. So yeah. what, what else did you do in terms of preparing your, your own audience for this second launch? I was a lot smarter about content. And, you know, I'd, I'd already been putting out content regularly. And so it wasn't like I just built this audience, you know, five days ago. And now I'm, you know, two weeks later, I'm in this launch. Like, no, I actually like nurtured those relationships and, and was putting out content on Instagram and was talking about it at a bunch of networking events and like all that kind of stuff. Right. So there was just a lot more, it was a lot less off the cuff and random, I would say. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So you're both on Instagram and Facebook. Which one do you see performing the best for your audience? I, I just love Instagram right now. Instagram is my whole game at the moment. Not that I'm not posting things on Facebook because I am, but that's something that I'm, I'm doubling down on in, in this launch is, is Instagram and not, not even just like putting out, this is one big shift I had. It's funny how every launch you do, you have another big shift, right? Mm -hmm. But for me in this launch, I'm now not just putting out content and like hoping that people find it. I'm like going to get the people like, you know what I mean? Like, just looking up, okay, what's your target audience? Okay, who's an influencer type of person who's on Instagram who has that same audience? Okay, great. Go look at their photos. Who's commenting on those things? Because chances are, if they like, you know what I mean? Like if that person's in line with your target audience, like they probably have a lookalike audience, right? And yeah. then going through the people who are commenting, which I would argue are also the people who are like, most engaged and those are the kind of followers you want anyway because they're going to drum up engagement in your accounts and in your programs right right and reaching out to them and 
and you know checking out their page and and if stuff resonates liking it and sending them messages and and really going and looking for those people versus just hoping that people find my content on Instagram through a hashtag or something and you know mm-hmm. that kind of approach so really being more proactive about this launch too I would yeah. say that's yeah. an awesome tip though for those who are on Instagram uh, yeah yeah I mean I've noticed myself that I feel Instagram it's engagement it is a lot higher and the threshold to you know jumping on the dms is a lot lower than it is on facebook i don't know what if you mean, noticed this what do you mean the threshold well i mean it's i think people accept it a little bit more that you're hitting them on the dms versus on a facebook because it seems like facebook is a little bit more personal space than yeah. the instagram the instagram is more like i want to show you my world and all that stuff but instagram is like for you know your friends and your family yeah i don't know if you agree disagree but i'd love to hear your opinion like whether like whether instagram is more for your friends and your family no i just uh if uh you feel like instagram is more engaged and it's easier to talk to people through dm versus facebook i feel like i do pretty well on facebook as well but instagram seems great like well i guess i guess the thing with instagram too I will say this, if you're, if you're going to find new people on Facebook and you send them a, a, a message and you're not friends with them, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes that gets lost. Do you ever notice that gets lost in your inbox? Like sometimes it's in like this weird folder segment yeah. thing. when you're not friends with people, you might not get the message or you didn't see it or whatever. Whereas Instagram, you don't even have to like, you know, be friends with them or like be following them on Instagram. You can just send anyone a DM. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's get it back to that second launch. So you definitely did some work before. So did you plan out any differently this time in terms of the actual launch? The main thing, honestly, for that one was starting to to work with JVs. That was the main improvement to that one in, right. in the webinar. Yeah. And that did you do anything else different, or did you just kind of copy what you did the first time and did that the second time as well? I mostly copied what I did the first time because that really worked. And mm-hmm. like I said, I, I, I was more strategic about putting out the content and like I already had people engaged and I wasn't just starting from scratch. But I would say that and, and doing that webinar were the biggest improvements on the last one. Mm. Yeah. To me, it sounds like that's a smart idea to kind of, you know, when you go into that second launch, you don't try to do everything different. You kind of just took, well, I guess you took the JV part and kind of build on that, but still mm-hmm. keeping everything else like it was. Yeah. And that, I guess that would make things a lot easier for you to kind of do the launch instead of trying to, you know, change everything and do everything from the start again. Yeah. And it also, it also gives you a better picture. Like if you changed everything, then it, sometimes it's hard to say like what was working and what didn't. But if you just change one thing, you're like, well, I only changed this and I got these better results. So you can kind of measure it a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. So now you're going to do a third launch in January or yeah. by the time this airs, you've probably already done the launch. But um, what is it that you're going to do differently? So I assume that you're just going to use the same, you know, the videos, the content, all that stuff and even do some more JVs. Uh, are you going to build on anything else on top of that the next time 
for this time, like I was saying, it's, it's really two things. It's getting better about growing my account and reaching out to people that I feel are the ideal target market for what I'm offering. So getting a lot more strategic about that. Like I'm spending a lot of time on Instagram every day, just reaching out to people and then doubling down on the JV thing and the webinars. And like, even, even like, you know, we're on a podcast now, right? Like, like finding people who have podcasts and like, just, just putting yourself out there and just really trying to, you know, maybe find other people that would, would be like interested in doing a JV or that are interested in, you know, doing a podcast with you or something like that, but really, really doubling down on the outreach and, and how I go about that, keeping yeah. everything else the same. Yeah. So you're kind of just spreading your word and spreading the knowledge about you and the things that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, uh, do you have any like last tips for anybody who's launching Yeah, for the first time? For the first time. Because that's the hardest, hardest one, you know, getting past that first one and of course not giving up on that after that. Yeah. I would, I would honestly say just like, you know, hope for, hope for the basketball plan for the worst, right? In the sense where you don't, because like what I don't want to happen to people is they put in all this work and they have like, let's say zero sales, right? Like, mm. you know, you know, hoping for a lot of people, but at the same time, knowing that if you do get zero sales, that doesn't mean that your offer wasn't great. It doesn't mean that, you know, this whole thing's not going to work. It just means that there's a piece of it that didn't work and you need to go back and fix that. So mm. that's the biggest thing is I would say, like, make sure that your mindset is in check in that respect where you don't look at that as a super failure and like, just like close your eyes to it and be like, you know what, this didn't work. It's never going to work and just get super negative and then just be like, okay, I'm done with this. Right. Because I was kind of lucky in the sense where I had a lot, like I had a really good response to my first one. Right. And had yeah. I not like, maybe I would have given up. Right. But that would be like my, my tip for people is like, do not like just, there's, there's so many pieces of the system, right? Like you could just have one little piece of the system that's broken, almost mm -hmm. like a pipe that got blocked by this, like in this one location and then you unblock it and everything works. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, the offer can be great, but maybe you're not conceiving the value of that offer properly. So the message is not getting through to your audience. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. And that is enough to perhaps make the launch, you know, fail. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's all about just taking all of the knowledge from that, you know, fail launch uh, in course there and see what, what am I, what can I learn from this launch and how can I change whatever it is to make it happen again. I think the most important thing is just not give up on that first launch. Exactly. Right. And just treat it like, you know, it, it's, it's not a failure. It's a test. Yeah. Yeah. And you learn something from it no matter what. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so how can people reach out to you or get in touch with you or even join your 21 day challenge? Best way is definitely on Instagram. So the habits coach, if they want to check out the 21 day challenge, it's just www.21daysofchallenge.com. And if they just want to like, maybe they're just, you know, they're feeling those 2020 vibes and they want to set some cool goals. I just, I just did a, like a free four, four part video course. Um, with a little worksheet for people. So that's something that I use in the challenge. If they just want to download that and go through a quick video course, 
just go to www.21daysofchallenge.com slash goal setting. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to put that in show notes so people can, you know, click on it and find it. Thank you so much for uh, getting up at 5 a.m. to be on this 6 a.m. Uh, interview. Really appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, for all the other guys who is listening, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be catching up on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.